I think I would have gone to that before Fingers, even though it, it, you're right. You know, maybe you wouldn't have gotten selected for a jury. If you dip your face well, down, no one of if, f- if you dip your face down, it looks crazy. If you like tip the bowl towards sure. your yes. face, it looks a little yes. more normal. I guess. It, I, I guess. Right. I'd have to turn it to the because it's like one of those like rounded corner tupperwares it wasn't like a bowl oh yeah, yeah. Shape. sure 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 so yeah, like i guess challenge. i would have had to do one of the I, corners. i'm not I, right listen. how does that not end in macaroni like all over my i feel like that's I better because it had like a point you know right like you don't I suppose. like tip it too far you like tip it just far <laughs> enough that you're not this you're still your mouth is still doing more work than gravity is I, listen. Uh, sh- sure. Some of us. I didn't want have, to extend my tongue. Some of us have ordered uh, uh, KFC and they didn't send a fork and then had gone to sure. the park to eat. The, this happened right. to with some mashed some potatoes mac and cheese. This happened to me at oh, work where I ordered some Chinese food to eat it like during a lunch break at work and but they didn't give me any utensils and I was at work so I didn't have any. Yeah. So I took mm-hmm. two like coffee stirs and used them as chopsticks. Mm, that's good. That, right, sure. I guess right. The hollowness of the coffee stirs maybe would make that even more of a challenge. But I imagine Sometimes, it's better than yeah. If it's than if nothing. it's the plastic, coffee especially Chinese stirs. food. Yeah, you can't eat Chinese food with your fingers. Yeah, but you know, you just need to get under the food. Really, once you get under the thing, the hollowness isn't a problem. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Juror number 14, Andy Germuga. Juror number two, shout out Clint Eastwood, Emilio Dia. Of course. Excuse me. And today we've got a a bonanza of uh, coverage on new releases. They're putting yes. movies out into theaters. It's that time of year. Yeah. The festival releases are coming out for regular folks. Mm-hmm. Well, how so, how regular yeah. folks? Because if I hadn't seen you know. w- at least one of these movies we're talking about today at a festival, I would not have seen it. So maybe. Uh, there sure. were definitely regular folks at my screening of Priscilla. Um, Anatomy of a Fall, less so though they were showing it in AMCs. I, the AMCs were all just further than the landmarks. Uh, but, you know, it was the, there were, uh, you know, they, they showed the, uh, Dream Scenario trailer right before, uh, Priscilla because it's an A24 mm-hmm. movie, and then, like, ten sure. minutes later, I uh, heard it on someone's phone. Oh, yeah, it was, during it the was movie. Yeah, it was for sure the regular... The, the, by, 
Because, like, maybe the worst uh, group of people I've ever seen a movie with. Because I, wow. I really haven't had a lot of, like, terrible experiences. Uh, and this was kind of my normal, I will often do a new movie, just do get it out of the way Thursday evening. Uh, and usually that works out fine. But this time, not so. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do do we want to start there? Do we want to go reverse chronological? Sure. Why or, not? Sure. And when they actually came out. So Priscilla, mm-hmm. Sofia Coppola, a Venice premiere. Mm-hmm. What else did it do? Did it do Telluride? I don't. Th- no, it was, no, because it or was just the New centerpiece at New York, and it was a sure. North American premiere. Sure. Uh, so yes, um, and then nothing else really, right? Just those two um, that didn't do it any was of the smaller at, like, ones. Middleburg. Or... Uh, sure. Probably, you know, maybe, you know, I think it did do a lot of those uh, early to mid, you know, the October festivals. I think it was going, I think, I think Coppola might have even been in Middleburg, which seems like they're trying to become like fake Telluride, which is what a thing to aspire to. Hey. There's a lot of, I, I, a lot of fake Telluride ass film sure. festivals out there. And easier to travel to Telluride, I feel like yes, I'm all in favor that, Well, like... easier... <laughs> it's easy to fly to Dulles. Once you get to Dulles, I do not think it is easy to get to Middleburg. You have to you sure. have to rent a car or be a, sure. a famous person that they're driving around. Traveling. Yeah. I should become a famous person. Uh, your lips to God's ears, all of us. Mm. I mean, a lot of these places, it just seems, there seems to be, like, an entire class of just, like, you know, post-TIFF, post-New York film festivals that are just for, like, weird rich people down. That are just, like... I mean, I do, uh, you know, Middleburg, I think people, it's it's close enough to D.C. that I think that people who drive in the D.C. area do go. And, like, Philadelphia is in that zone, and that is a very accessible festival. No, of it, yeah. I I feel like the like really like this is for weirdo rich people ones happen like in the more like mid winter in like warm weather places and it's like we're just like showing whatever crap hasn't been released and then we'll have like tributes for people who are gonna win Oscars like yeah. Palm Springs or Santa Barbara. Or, before we get into this is a weird digression I'm sure. gonna take. But of course, there, there is. I think that's what we the need. Puerto Rico <laughs> European Film Festival, which is a thing I've never seen happen, is apparently happening this weekend and has one of the strangest lineups I've ever seen of movies that are like fest- festival movies that haven't come out. It's like fifty percent of it, at least haven't come out in like Puerto Rico because some of these movies have come out normally in a bunch of places. Sure. And then, but the other fifty percent is just like random old European movies. Sure. And it's just like, it's like you can go watch the new Nanny Moretti movie, but also you can watch <laughs> The Idiots, and you're like, I guess that's the, a lot. The Idiots may have been restored recently. Are there some? Uh, are there any highlights? I, the The Nanny Moretti, I'm assuming, is a uh, a low light. Uh, about wild grass, about dry grasses this year, which is a sort of sure. thing where it's like sure, I would sure, maybe sure. consider like 
going and try to watch, but they're so far away. I don't. Yeah, think. I mean that's on the that's getting a qualifying release. There, there is so stuff definitely here. Definitely on the like. I'm gonna have to try and figure yeah. out how to see that in the next few. There months. is stuff here that I'm like, oh okay. They got like unclenching the fist that Kiro Kovalenko movie. Sure. Um, that like, I don't there's... know if that movie ever came out. Yeah, Green Border. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tori yeah, and we're, we're getting the the EU showcase, but like Turkey is not in the European Union, and they are like they had to. They had, I mean, I'm sure it was a very hard time for them when they had to stop showing uh, British movies with famous people in them. Uh, yeah. Because. Uh, they brexited famously yeah um this is also how both a fire and passages are finally playing puerto rico sure ah. sure um can you get movie scream- streaming in puerto rico yes I you can, can right You've, you, you can yeah yeah there's some streaming services that don't work shout out to paramount plus but uh go Viacom hates Puerto Rico. This has been such a long-standing <laughs> thing. They truly, <laughs> truly the the ju- the hoops I had to jump through to watch Comedy Central stuff through their website in Puerto Rico. <laughs> but yeah, maybe I'll go and I'll watch fucking Green Border about dry grasses and three colors blue, which they're showing for the reason. Hey, that's a that's a full day for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's get into Priscilla. Uh, I think it's good. <laughs> I was challenged by Priscilla. I would say. Okay. I, I, th- In what I, way? At, at at times, I found it to be pretty irritating, <laughs> and like, I, I, I there was I, I maybe I was just tired. I went and saw it last night. The time has changed. It started at seven thirty or whatever. I was maybe a little sleepy. I had to get up early for court yesterday. All these things, but I there were times where I was like, should I just get up and leave right now? <laughs> Which I'm glad I didn't, because like, and it wasn't even like I was like this is bad, but it was like I'm finding this very unpleasant. Uh, I it's not a pleasant movie. No. Uh, and it really is, like, I don't know, like, it really, like, Elvis really comes off poorly in that movie. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, like, I feel, I was, I was just, like, surprised that, you know, I guess the Elvis, uh, you know, I didn't see the movie that the estate did approve of, and I don't, but I, I feel like the things that he's doing in the movie are largely just like facts that are known. I don't feel like he comes off poorly sure. beyond just how I, I think, think the of facts, Elvis. He, I guess. I right. think he comes off poorly in the facts right. of what he did yes. with Priscilla. I mean, yeah. I think he's, yeah, it it like, terrible. He is a criminal yeah. for what he did with her. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, and like, yeah. so I guess. Yes, of course he comes off poorly. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, but right. And it was just in a way where like, I was like, which I think the movie does effectively, like no one is protecting this girl. Like no one is like, she is, yeah, like the, the U S military is like actively facilitating this relationship. Um, and I really like it, you know, it, I found it hard to take, Uh uh, 
and I th- in a way that I think is you know at least somewhat intentional. Oh, Obviously, like yeah, it's what the, the movie well is. The, sure the involvement of Priscilla as like an executive producer and all that sort of thing. I and like she, I think if if like if you talk to her, she is like she doesn't have any regrets or anything about the having had that relationship. Yeah, I mean it's based so, on like, her book, right? Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, and I think that is, you know, the the tension of that I think is it it it, it creates I think a, a, an interesting sort of like I don't know there 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 is a a level there where the ending okay the ending is very good I think I think it ends in a good place like it really does sort of sell the the place that Priscilla gets to as like. And, and I think it does, like, it makes the case for, like, ultimately she's gonna be okay in an interesting way uh-huh. that, like, I think is is probably correct and, like, not, like, and it, it like, I don't have any problem Yeah, with like, that. it seems like um, Priscilla Presley has had a fine life. I, I, th- yes. I mean, this is, I... I shouldn't complain about an article I didn't read, but seeing the headline uh, about uh, uh, taking Priscilla in May-December, which I'll talk about even less because no one else has seen it, but about sure. about how those movies are not moralizing, I found so strange because, like, they're... I guess they're not moralizing. Like, they, b- both of those movies do, like explore what the person who is being taken advantage of is getting out of that relationship in a way that I think is challenging, but also the person is very clearly being taken advantage of. Yes. Uh, Like there's no, there's certain, there's no like apologia towards uh, Elvis or towards the Julianne Moore character. Uh, You know, there, there is some like, acknowledgement of uh, traumas that they may have gone through that may have made their life challenging and uh Mm -hmm. compromised their decision making but like uh, you know i don't think that those movies are soft on either of those characters and certainly not on what the younger characters uh, what is being done to them yes Right, and I, I, you know, I can only speak to Priscilla. That's the only one yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. I have seen. But like, I think, right? I and I don't have any problems with that on a theoretical, like, at, like you know, discussing the themes of the movie level. I did find having to sit in that space, uh, oftentimes, I, you know, I was like, why is no one doing anything? Like, yeah. you know, it would, like, it it, 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 it was tough, which mm-hmm. in a way I think is 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 good and what the movie is, go- mm-hmm. is you know, is, is going for, but also, like, I don't like that I have to feel that way. Well. You know, it's one of those classic, like, you know. Um, it, it So it's, perhaps it'll grow on me. Like, it is, like... Sure, we're giving... You know, uh, slightly over 12 hours since I've seen the movie. We're giving Priscilla um, a, a 10 out of 10 uh, successful. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and like, like, it's not one of my favorites of her movies. Uh, I, you know, it it does... Like, the, the scale of it is weird, and sometimes that 
works. Yeah. In the, like, it, and, like, but, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I think it is intentionally, like, well, right. She's so young at the beginning yes. that, like, she's not very interesting as a character yes. because she is just, like, a ch- yep. teenager yep. child. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I think that, like, is done intentionally, but it also is maybe a little bit of a problem for uh you know for, when like you're, making when you're it, watching yes, a movie for making it really uh, compelling that you really yes. she's just yes um and then i don't and it, like, it, and it yeah. it goes on with that for a while and then i think does yeah. make it very compelling just like under these circumstances having to like figure out how to be a person yes and i right and i think right that back third, I guess, is maybe when she is like becoming an actual yes. adult person. Yeah, as opposed uh, is to, certainly yeah, like right, yeah. just being a, a a kept object for yeah. Elvis to you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the I she's like the character at the end of the movie. I think like I'm like ooh, I would be interested in following a, a, this character and more and like knowing more about this person yes. and like she seems like she's forming an interesting and fulfilling life but like the, just like the nature of what the movie is about yes. means that that's not what the movie is yeah. ultimately yeah, 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 going to sure. be about it ends at a point um, of like maybe the more interesting stuff is going to happen after this but also this is yeah. where it has to end right it's a so weird you make, know it's a weird little gun movies and she's gonna, yeah um but i do think like yeah i think both the perf- central performances are good yes uh um, lordy's the, crazy you know, i i think i i it is i yeah. like i think you only understand like a third of what he yeah says. like cullen was doing an elvis impression and i was like it's funny that after all of the talk about uh austin butler, butler doing all this preparation jacob alerty is basically doing what you just did and it works <laughs> yeah um Yes, and I like he just looks crazy when he's got the little glasses because he's being smart trying to read. Sure, right? Yeah, the section where Elvis becomes smart is really uh, interesting. Yeah, Um, (laughs) right. And then and then they burn all his books. Really extreme. Well, yeah, because Colonel Tom calls and is like, "You guys stop reading books." (laughs) he's never in the movie but he is occasionally reverenced and that's yeah one of the times yeah um do they cover that in the boslerman movie i guess not uh i mean certainly the boslerman movie is about how colonel tom no i mean specifically do they cover when he tried to get it when he tried to read books yeah i don't recall that being a part of this they sort of skip over the like uh you know the kung fu and the reading, right? Yes, yeah. Um, which Priscilla gets into kung fu too, which is interesting. Yeah, uh, that's part of her becoming a a real person. Um, I, I I did like I wasn't a fan of the Elvis f- film, uh, but the, the 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 way they work together is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the like when they're watching the Elvis special. Uh-huh. Uh, in Priscilla, yeah. like it's like, oh, that was like a big part. I know, like what he went, had to go through to make that or sure. whatever. Um, you know, they're not as uncomplimentary as I would think for one of them. Basically, like for having completely different takes on uh-huh. the character of Elvis mm-hmm. and like how good a guy he <laughs> was or whatever. Um, 
uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it might grow on me. I did. I can't imagine ever wanting to sit down and watch it again. No, probably um, not, unless I'm like but, specifically studying Coppola for some reason. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm glad I saw it. I think it's, uh, you know. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on, like, the soundtrack or anything? That's always um, been a big Sofia Coppola thing, and I'd never feel qualified to speak on that. Sure. Uh, I like the the score, the Phoenix score. He, uh, I don't know if it's literally taking from one of the movies or if it's him aping on the score, but when, I think it's when Elvis proposes, they do the... Um, Badlands True Romance score, which is crazy. The theme from those, which is wasn't written, yeah, wasn't written for either of those movies. Uh, it's like a piece of classical music that uh, those themes are aping. Uh, but th- this, I felt like the the Zimmer True Romance version to me may be more most inspired by that. At least uh, the uh, it's. I think it's when he's filming the comeback special, maybe, uh, or maybe on tour after that, where they do the uh, the Deodato version of also Sprax Zarathustra. That was great. Uh, yes. Eh, and yeah, then there's very, a lot very, of like, <laughs> sure. You know, I, yeah. I think the one at the end works. Sure. I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do, right, yeah. I think it is, yeah, it's it's funny to, uh, it also in comparison to the Lerman, just, like, the differences in budget is, like, really funny. Um, like, the way that she has to artfully, like, be like, look at this massive crowd by, like, showing them just in silhouette uh-huh. was he is behind, like, from behind him. Yeah, or even and all just, that, like, that sort of how stuff. she has to do Graceland. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, all the stuff with, the uh, her pregnancy and giving, and giving birth mm-hmm. where she, like, is, like, wearing heels on her way into the hospital yes. and stuff, and it's, like, really, yeah, I'm like, Jesus, it was, they really kept making her, mm-hmm. you know, do, do all that. Um, anyway, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I would be interested to have, like, further conversations with people who, like... It is interesting. I guess the the reaction has mostly been, like, muted, I feel like, yeah, mixed I feel like positive, it, I feel yeah, like. I like, feel like I feel pretty in line with the general take on this movie. Though, I yeah, there are people, you know, there's people who hate it, and there are people who are like, yeah. this is really great. And yes, right. I would also and, like, I be feel curious like... uh, to hear more from the this is really great contingent. Yeah, and I feel like specific. Yeah, specifically out of Venice, there was like this is like a bi- a big one, and then like it sort of almost yeah. I wonder like, yeah proceeded once more people saw yeah, it. Yeah, I, I guess people were just like losing interest in the festival by the time it played in New York. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 good. But yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Cert- she as I said, she's made a lot of better movies and. Not a, a ton that are less good than this. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe something will unlock down the line. Yeah, I think it's doing pretty well, too. Like, I think 
It did all right. Opening weekend is sure. is, is my understanding. I don't have in a, the, in the a lot of theaters. Of right, my my crowd was like pretty big for a Monday night yeah. uh, at the art house last night. Um, I think <sighs> people are just interested in Elvis in general. Yeah, yeah, I think so. it's something we've 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 learned over the last two years, mm-hmm. um, which is because in- which is interesting because he's not very interesting. I don't think as. A, as a now, the, take, um, the interesting thing is the take on Elvis generally, by like having watched one of the movies and not one of the other, they these seem to all disagree on just like he was kind of a dumb guy, and it was just like there was there was yeah. maybe like not a lot going on there. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that he is a little there. You know. I think this movie is a little more intentionally vague about that. If he he was just really dumb, or if there is something a little more calculating uh, going on, and I think the 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 conclusion is probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, but yeah. yeah, and I, you know, I I can he's interesting as a phenomenon, but I think only interesting as a phenomenon to be looked at through a critical lens which you know that you know, this isn't really looking at his legacy it's looking at this relationship uh yeah and you know that's probably more like a thing for a book to do sure get to the bottom um, of elvis which i yeah. i'm sure has been done I, sure. Uh, yeah, I bet there's been a book written about Elvis. Yeah, at probably. Some point in, let's in, uh, we can in, go in, in the to, last couple uh, of decades. Get a world catalog. See how many uh, <laughs> book results we get for Elvis in title. Yeah. Um, you can keep talking. This is gonna take a moment. Did you know that a sec that that a, a second cousin of Elvis is running for governor of Mississippi? No, uh, and will be uh, is in an election you know, uh, today as the as we uh, the this. Presleys. They're all over I the place. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My guess would be he has a lot of second cousins. <laughs> a big family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nineteen thousand, but bo- or uh, that's well, yeah. That's a uh, solid, uh, solid. I have I. Don't think I've read nineteen thousand. Oh no, in my life. No, no. If I'm just, if I'm being honest. No. So, you probably can't read all the books about Elvis. Probably not. That'd be, be a silly thing to try to do. Yeah, I bet a lot of them cover similar ground. <laughs> probably. I mean, although, yeah, I imagine some of them are like four children too. Like, it's like yeah. a picture mm-hmm. book about like mm-hmm. Elvis and Graceland or whatever. Like. Um, yeah. but yeah, and anyway, that's not even tapping into JSTOR. Sure. The articles, the academic articles. Yeah. My goodness. All right. Have we run out of steam on I this think one? So. I think it's time to move I think on. So what's next? <laughs> Great. Uh, it'd be anatomy of a fall. Yes. Great. If we're going backwards, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. uh, this is the reverse order of when I saw them. Sure, so yeah. that's, I, I guess maybe this and killers of the flower moon came out the same week in New York and sure. LA, but. Uh, there was an expansion on... But in my neck of the woods, where the real people go... Oh, yeah, I mean, it took me a little while to get an enemy of the fall as well. 
Uh, it's a good movie. It's just regular, g- very good. It's a very regular movie. That's one of the bigger yep. things on a map. I have an idea of a fall. That is very normal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, unironically. I, yeah. I don't, well, and I don't think they're selling it no. as anything other no, than No, no. Like, I, I, I do yeah, think... I mean, I think... I think you when know, you put it's like a two and a half hour long French movie that yeah. won the Palme d'Or, and you know we know we know. Sure. I think Justine Trier has made much less normal movies, uh, but yeah, no, it's a it, it 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 is a normal movie and should be seen as a normal movie and just is a is a good one. Like you could a thousand percent yeah. just make the American version of this movie, that, and which is just like. Like sure. a ninety-minute HBO movie, and you—it's like you wouldn't be losing a lot of. Stuff. Even this movie is like a lot in English, either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, a lot of it's in English, and I think there's maybe some. You know, I guess there's the, some the, the mechanics with, with which the French legal system is dealt. Yeah. Yeah, the court mechanic. Yeah. But yeah, Andy, do you want to introduce it? I saw this movie so long ago. I saw this movie sure. at the fucking Agnes Varda yeah, room. Yeah, at the Cannes Film Festival. Festival. Uh-huh. <laughs> so long Festival ago. you went to. Yes. Remember that? Remember when Amelia went to Cannes for the second year in a row? Never crazy. happening again. Stating it for <laughs> stating it as a fact right now. Never. Never. All right. Um, yeah, so, uh, we, we've previously discussed Justine Trier's Sybil mm-hmm. on this podcast shortly after, uh, yes. Anatomy of a Paul won the That's Palme right. d'Or. Um, it, so this is her latest. It is, um, a, a, a French courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it, it is, stars Sandra Huller, who was in Sybil, yes. who's fantastic in Sybil. So good. Um, uh, she plays a... Uh, author whose mm-hmm. husband uh, uh, dies under mysterious circumstances mm-hmm. in their somewhat remote uh, is, it, is it a chalet? Is it officially a chalet? I Do they refer to it as a chalet? Couldn't say what constitutes an official chalet. Yes, in their remote wintry home in France. Yes. Yeah, they're in the um, Alps. Yeah, um, he is like he's being a real. Uh, uh, passive aggressive asshole. Yep. Uh, at at the beginning of the movie, he's playing uh, music. Uh, he's playing steel drum music. Yes, right he's now. being interviewed. Um, uh, yeah. I think by a student. We eventually yeah. find. And he out. is playing a steel drum cover of Fifty Cent's P.I.M.P. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Catchy melody. <laughs> Hadn't ever experienced that song before. I don't. I can't say you'd like that song, but it is a great beat. Sure. <laughs> Um, uh, so he dies, uh, pretty, you know, within the first 10 minutes of the movie, um, uh, their, their, their son finds him, uh, who is out walking, you see, he's caring for their dog, Snoop, Mm -hmm. uh, shout out Snoop. Yes, Snoop, uh, you know, what messy the dog playing Snoop did win the palm dog, uh, and it's a good performance. Yeah. I can't imagine no, yeah, any like, other better dog performance yes. at the, at at Cannes this year. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, he's really great. Um, uh, and so uh, pretty quickly, it, I you know, it gets to the court within 
like 45 minutes? Oh, like, I think it might be. Or I feel like there's like, well, there's like all the like stuff of like doing, they like do some recreations and talking to right. her and her changing her story a little bit. That stuff takes like an hour or so and then it cuts ahead a year to when the trial is yeah. happening. Right. And so then the rest of the movie is just, is this trial. Yep. Um, you know, she's she is being formally charged yes. with the murder of her husband. Yes. Her son um, is also blind. Their son, we should say. Sure. Yeah. Visually impaired. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure I guess, yeah. It's not or clear. Not. It, yeah. Um, Sees very little, it seems. Yes. Um, uh, and so, yeah, it, it, you know, it follows this trial and, like, there is the tension, like, the audience has never definitively told one way or the other whether yes. she did it or not, so that is an element, and that is, you know, when you see the movie, I don't I don't imagine this happened when you saw it, Emilio, when you see the movie now, Neon has put a didshedoit.com right. uh, card to right before all the, lo- like, oh, it did work it for did? me. Maybe, uh, I, yes. maybe I had the specifics um, of it's didshedoit.com. Yeah. Do you, what is I, it, do I you, like, so. vote? It's just a vote. Yeah. yeah. There's just like a poll there. No. Okay. I can, I, uh, when I yeah. did it, no. I can say that. No was winning. Funny. The can yeah, press screening won. I went through did not have that. I'll, I can say that. <laughs> yeah. So Neon, I think, is trying to make it a hit by like making That's it like funny. by making that the, the focal point of the conversation about uh-huh. it, which that is certainly like, I think, an interesting element it of the film that you can engage with. I do. But it is not I, like the know. main I, this is something that I think I've already talked about with other people. I am usually, and I'm sure I've done it on this podcast, very quick to be like, well, it's it's a movie. Nothing really happened. Just we see the sure. things that we see, and then there are interpretations of that. It's fairly clear to me that the movie functions best. I, I think he fell. I think he just fell. That's how the movie Correct. functions I, I, I think she did not commit yeah. murder. And also, yeah. I thought what I but I also don't movie. think yeah. he committed suicide. Yeah. Also, what I liked about the movie was sort of like, I think the movie sort of gets past the question of, did she yes. literally kill him? Yes. Yes. And yes. more yes. like, I right. Think, yeah. That, yes. I think the movie is much richer for that not being the main thematic focus, yes. but I can see why Neon thinks that that's what they should be leading with. Yeah. Um, uh, in, 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 in all that. And yeah. like. The, there's not nothing there. Like I'm not like Neon is like totally like disgracing this movie by putting did she do it com at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, again, silly it's, that they're doing it's that. very normal. You can just do yeah. this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also like I I I find the uh, the reaction to that argument see in uh, interesting because like she doesn't mm-hmm. come off as caring, but I think she comes off. You know, I I came out being like. Yeah, he's just like complaining about the uh, having to serve the role that women have served yeah. in relationships yeah. for a bajillion Certainly, years, and yes. he just doesn't give a shit. And like, yeah, right. good for her. Yeah, Don't give a shit. I, I do think that is like what I was most interested with it when I saw it, where I was like. It is a movie that sort of begs you to ask, like, if this was like completely gender swapped, you the movie would a thousand percent be like. Yeah, like you'd a thousand percent be like, yeah, he killed her. Like that, that is yes. a terrible thing that men do to women. But like since mm-hmm. the the dynam- dynamics are flipped, you have sort of forced to consider it in more interesting terms. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. 
and uh, um, I could since I, I like saw that movie like right after I saw Last Summer, the Catherine Brayot movie. So sure. I was thinking a lot about movies about like there's maybe a simplistic term to put this movie under, but like female abusers of just like it is sort of mm-hmm. interesting what it 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 is very interesting to think about ge- gender in those ways and the way yes. those movies portray them. Right. And like, you know, maybe we'll talk about Last Summer uh, eventually. What is so interesting about that is like how specifically she is aware of exactly what she is doing uh, and what the consequences of that are both societally and for the child who she's abusing. Uh, but and yeah, I think the the Hula character is you know comes off as very cold but i think not you know in a very different way like she and actually that uh the leah drucker's performance is not a cold performance i don't think uh but yeah it's it's a you know i i feel like there's people who are like this is one of the the greatest performances uh it should you know maybe it's you know i like it i don't like it uh more than i don't like her more than i like her doing the like comedy stuff in sybil but she's very good yeah and the movie's kind of just like asking her to be a cypher and it's an interesting version of that and of like letting some stuff out for sure french court is crazy yeah Yeah. i mean you know, perhaps uh, American court sounds a little crazy too, uh, but not as crazy sure. as French court. Certainly, yeah. I mean, right. The, they're l- less like sniping at each other in, in my experience <laughs> of American court. I, like, I have when... to imagine that there's less of that in actual French court too. Because I feel like sure. there's more of that in American yeah. The stuff, movies. yeah. It's very sassy. Given that sort of descriptor, yeah. but they're very, like, I, Right, I wonder how much that is just the, the prosecutor guy right. is, like, He's a sassy like guy. A like, that's the performance of the year. I love that guy. Both, of, really the, both of the lawyers, <laughs> like, her friend, obviously, that's, like, well, a very yeah, good interest. Her friend's good. Yeah. yeah. Um... The, 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 when it is when it when it's uh the dead husband's uh psychiatrist uh and like she keeps like responding to him or whatever is is really crazy I think too it's like which it's like she why is she allowed to just keep talking like in response to like him like you're my understanding of course is you're supposed to like really wait your turn to like talk um and yeah I do like I think also you know the the language stuff I think is both, like, very canny for a movie that is hoping for a crossover uh, audience, but also, I think, is, like, thematically interesting in the movie of, like, they make her start in French, and then at a certain point, she's just like, it's too hard, like, can I, can we do the translator? And, like, everyone starts putting on their headphones and stuff to listen to mm-hmm. her uh, when she, when she, when she yes. wants to try to defend herself in English. Um, uh, and I do think, I think the sun is, like, really good yes in it too yes. he i think the like the big you know the big like dramatic you know it, it falls on him yeah. basically her her case uh he has to like show uh, he shows a lot of agency in like how he's going to whether he in in the process of deciding 
how he's going to try to defend her, um, which I think is interesting. And, like, what he does with, with Snoop and all that is, like, it's really involving. And, like, I was so gripped by that whole sequence of, you know, when when you see how Snoop is uh, not doing well and how he explains to the guardian, like yeah. why that is and what he, what his thought process was there. Um, and then, yeah. And then his, his testimony in court. Um, and then, yeah, I do like also we're the ending ending, right. Where it is. Um, she is found not guilty. I'm going to say. Yes. Uh, and then uh, she's like, like, and he's at home right and she's like oh i'm gonna go get some chinese food or whatever and then go like Mm -hmm. the like the 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 way that the process of the 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 time immediately after the verdict uh is it's a lot to chew on i feel like it's like a it's Uh i think it's well chosen as like a this is like a a a meaty note to end this on and not just like the pat resolution of like She's not guilty. Everyone gets to go home. Yes. Like, yay. Like, um, I think, yeah, the, the, the way she's able to inject sort of the the thematic and character ambiguity in there uh, yeah. without it being like, but did she do it? Like, is, I think, really yeah. strong. Yeah, because as we said, like, the movie is interesting for sort of getting past that question and more the interesting thing where it's like, obviously, after the way that case worked out, nobody's going to be like, and everything was all right. Uh, obviously, everybody yes. after what that case revealed and the thing in the process are gonna be like, e- whether yes. or not she did it. This was this is does not paint a portrait of like a sound family. No, life. no. And but also, I think her son's life will probably be better for his mother not being in prison, yeah. whether he ever like yes. fully believes that she did not kill his father or not yeah 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 but that i mean the kid is another aspect of just like yeah this is a very like normal like sort of john grishamy thing where it's just like yeah the one person who could have witnessed it has a visual impairment of just like that's a very yes kind of silly thing but Mm -hmm. the movie uses it in a uh uses it effectively yeah and wait and then yeah, like early on, yeah. yeah. You got that. And I do think in the bottle with the Snoop. um, you can't. Yeah, Snoop. Yeah. What's what's next for Snoop? Make, you know, or uh, Messi. Who plays Snoop? Messi is Messi. the dog's name. Messi. I don't know. He he did not show up think... to the palm dog ceremony. There was a right. I remember they had us like the same breed or yes. whatever. Except it. Yeah. Which is very silly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then yeah, I do think like yeah, the, I will also Jesse v- briefly mentioned like the 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 big argument uh, e- evidence that mm-hmm. is played on audio. I do think also like yeah, the the choice of when we see the, the that yes. and like when we cut away to just having the audio in court is like perfectly done. Like I mean, yes. and it, like that's maybe like a little bit obvious of like uh, if you're a thoughtful director, like you will figure that out. Yeah, but like I do want to shout out like. That it's great. It's uh-huh. it's you know it, it it really is like it's very well crafted yeah. on like many levels. I mm-hmm. think and like I'm, I mean it's yeah, well edited I, for I, sure. I'm really like, glad. Yeah. Like I gotta and imagine is, they you it, probably just shot a version which is just the courtroom and then they shot the scene and then you just like figure out when it 
thoughtful to mm-hmm. yeah. use uh-huh. either version of it. Yeah, to put it, yeah. Yeah, it is, I think, the the way in which uh, it's exploring autofiction, I think, is, uh, you know, not, like, super rigorous, but is interesting. Uh, yeah, it's just good. Uh, thoughtful, interesting, well-acted, yeah. entertaining. Yeah. What more could you want? Tell your parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is like a take your and parents. Yeah, thing. only, like, half of it's in French. Yeah. If you, you know, if you watch movies and they're like, why can't they just speak English? You've got a friend in this movie. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I wonder, it's, I wonder who, Neon movies usually show up on Hulu, I think. Yeah. I wonder what their plan is for that, because I do think they should drop this one on play Disney well. Plus. Sure. <laughs> um... I do think it will um, do do pretty well on in the streaming sort of award season with like people just like catching up to it uh-huh. as like they're hearing more and more about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm curious what they're. Talking I do about wonder, about like, is. I guess there are maybe parts of the movie I don't remember, but like apart from, like swearing, like if, there's not even anything like you could totally show this on like TV or whatever, right? Um, it's. It, you know, it doesn't shoot around the crime scene. No. Yeah, there's, like, blood. But, you know, is know that, like, that worse than, like, a CSI? TV. Pro- possibly not. Yeah, it, you know. You, you want, like, a big, like, network debut? Yeah, I would, like, play it on like, ABC. You want it to air on, like, ABC? Like, <laughs> hey. Sunday night, Wonderful World of Disney? What, what, what else? You know, they, they need something. Sure, I guess. Yeah, the the Golden Bachelor can only run for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you know they're golden. They're not they're not gonna last as long as the regular bachelors. No, <laughs> nothing gold can stay, as I've heard said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the face Amelia is making is signaling to me that it's time to move on. Great. <laughs> um. So, Killers of the Flower Moon. Martin Scorsese, a uh, big can premiere out of competition, just showed like the once, right? Or like, like, or it, it didn't, it didn't play throughout the festival. Amelia didn't see yes. it there. It played, it, it um, had a, a upper screen. I was just not there for it. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, But it was not easy to see. Uh, and yeah, uh, Apple uh, and Paramount have released it. They, uh, once uh, Dune uh, fled the the fall corridor this year, uh, they were like, we're just going to go wide with it, uh, which seems to have mostly paid off. It's like doing pretty well and people are still seeing it. It seems like it's still playing at IMAX screens. Um, I saw it on an IMAX screen. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it, <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon is the story of... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio as um, Ernest... What's his last name? I don't remember. Burkhart. Um, Burkhart. Ernest Burkhart, who moves uh, back home with his uncle, Robert De Niro, uh, and his... Um, and he... Uh, uh, they're... Um, the... Uh, 
Lily, Lily Gladstone uh, plays um, uh, an indigenous person who lives there. They, the, all the indigenous folks there, the um, the Osage, uh, they are uh, well doing well financially. They're they're the, the it's the highest uh, because they live on oil land. So they I'm doing a very bad job of explaining this, um, and people know what this movie is. So I don't know why I'm doing it so much, but um, but yeah, they uh, are, you know Ernest. Uh, has uh, some sort of a, a, a romance with um, with Lily Gladstone, and they they and all at this time many Osage are dying uh, in under somewhat mysterious circumstances, and we sort of are uh, led to see this huge uh, criminal conspiracy to uh, get the rights to the oil uh, essentially away from yeah. yes the head rights away from from the Osage and back into uh white people's hands yep um and so that is the basic premise uh who wants to start on thoughts on killers of the Flower? i already said i have no interest in talking about this movie i tweeted Great. everything i have to say about it not you know not everything there is to say about it but i have nothing else and how did you feel about it i mean i am interested in this <laughs> sure yeah i mean you know i it's another one that I sort of like wrestled with. Like it was not like I do think it has a lot going for it and I think like there's like it's, you know, it's great to see like all this all this, you know, money and and stuff spent on on like a movie like this and and all that sort of, you know, standard stuff. I do think like it's a lot of Leo. And Leo has always been a little tough for me. I think that character um, is like, you know, it's not like, I'm not like a, I, I can't stand that performance sort of like, like get him away from me sort of quite in the same way that I am in something like Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, but it is like, I don't know, like, the, the the level to which it is interested in, like, letting Leo fill up the screen and, like, take up the oxygen, I found um, a little bit uh, challenging and not maybe to the movie's benefit. And I did, like, at a certain point, I did feel like is really all we have to offer for what we want Lily Gladstone to do in this movie is to like collapse in, uh, in like sobs every ten minutes as someone else close to her is murdered. Um, I think that is like it's like, I do feel like. There's maybe more we could have gotten from her. I do think she's like she obviously performs very well. I she's a, a performer I'm very interested in, and I mm -hmm. think. I like I, I saw Fancy Dance at Sundance this year, and I think she's good. Which apparently she filmed like on breaks from this one, uh, from Village of the Flower Moon, which I think is like a nice little indie movie that she's very good in. She has another indie movie out now that she like got a Gotham nomination uh -huh. for that I would be interested in in, in seeing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I had a hard time with it, and then you know, the ending. I think people have. The, the, there's obviously a lot to go on there with the 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 choice to like have um the the radio drama and all that uh, uh be like the big th sort of thematic 
um, uh, turn of, of how we're telling the end of this story. Um, and I think there's a lot going on there, but I don't think it all entirely sat super well with me. I think it was, I don't know. I, I, I hear people say that like, there is a lot of inherent critique in that of like true crime culture and all that. And I'm not sure I got that from the actual choice. I, I like, I see the way that he, like, and obviously there's like supposed to be some level of tension and all that, but like the way that he fil films the radio, the production of a radio play, I think. And then like himself stepping in and giving the final line it just didn't quite sit right with me. It felt a little aggrandizing of himself yes. in a way I think that I, 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 I don't, I don't think it quite did the thing that was supposed to I think to do there's people who went to project slightly more cultural awareness onto his Scorsese's work on this film than is quite there. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately I think I liked the movie. I think like I, my letterbox review was like, I really think like when, for, uh, uh, Lithgow and Fraser enter, I was like really relieved for like a slightly different energy register in the movie. Cause I felt like it had really been like, I feel like I've talked about this with Scorsese before. Like I find his movies very heavy and very oppressive mm -hmm. and like, and in ways that yeah. I think sometimes aren't to their benefit. Yes. Um, and, and this one, I felt that way frequently, but there was some more modulation that I think helped me uh, escape that at times. I don't know. I've thrown a lot out there. Amelia, do you have a general uh, thought on the movie? General's tough. I think I have a lot of like, more specific thoughts but not that much it's a tough movie to think about because i do think i kind of agree with yeah. a lot what you're saying i think the the leo performance is weird because it's like at there's to some level i sort of almost respect putting a performance that is on that register as the lead of this kind of movie as a mm -hmm. sort of counterbalance to how kind of morose it could all be, but I don't think he's giving the right one. I think there is maybe a someone who could have given a more interesting version of that kind of performance. Because I'm sort of the opposite, where I think he's great than you, Andy, where I think he's great in Wolf of Wall Street, because I think that that's a movie that understands how to use this register of Leonardo DiCaprio, versus in this movie it sort of mm -hmm. sticks out more to me. Um, he's a weird actor. I don't know. I he's a guy I really like. Sometimes I I am sort of on the middle with him, where it's like he's a guy I really like. Sometimes and he's a guy I sort of, I can just see a lot of the work with at other times, and I think it's sort of up to how he's being used at any given moment. Yeah. Um, which is I don't know. This is like a normal thing for an actor, which is yeah, just like if if you're put especially a yeah. lot of our like 
very famous leading men. Like, it's true of Joaquin Phoenix, and it's yeah. true of, like, whatever, like, Christian Bale. Not that, you know, I don't know what he's even up to now, but yeah, those kinds of guys. Yeah, for sure. It is sort of weird that he is sort of the person where it's the most, like, uh, that sort of conversation happens the most around, like, mm-hmm. his acting ability and his ability to stretch himself. But I think he he does sort of put himself in the highest profile version of the situation, which is maybe I think yeah. that is just, like, why that happens. Where, where at parts I was thinking of just, like, I don't know. He just looks different than any, everybody else. Like, I feel like Scorsese generally, with the rest of the movie, does a pretty good job at getting, like, guys with faces who are giving sort of interesting performances and interesting energies around those. And with him... He's the sort of guy who sticks out among all of that. Where at one point, I was just like, if this was like John Hawks, I feel like this would be like a 10 out of 10 performance. But instead, it's Leonardo DiCaprio doing whatever this is. Uh... (laughs) But it's weird because that's like a general thought that I think, like before the movie, I thought... Like, if I were going to have that about anybody, it would be about De Niro, who, like, reads so New York-y to me. But I think his performance is actually sure. very good, and I think works to me for the most part. I think he's sort of... He does a better job at just, like, transposing what he's good at in another movie and doing it here, where it's just, like, he's good at being sort of menacing in the way he's menac- menacing and has been in other Scorsese uh, movies. Um, I do sort of also agree about the Gladstone thing where I was just sort I was, I did leave the movie a little surprised by everybody being so excited for her as like, there's a great performance or an Oscar prospect where, and that when I was just like, I don't feel like she gets that much to do. Like, I think she's good when she's good, but I don't think she, but it, I think the more, more general take is just like, I don't. This is the sort of movie where I'm just like, I don't know what anybody wanted this to be. Because it's just like, I think sometimes in art, I think in movies recently, specifically, there has been, I think there's been a lot of people who confuse a situation in which a lot of interesting stuff happens for an interesting story. And I don't, I don't know. And I just don't know that a sort of situation with this amount of suffering, I feel like people see it as inherently dramaturgically interesting where I just don't think Mm -hmm. it is. I think like, I think that it's sort of a movie where you, at the end you go like, uh, well, that was fucked up that that happened and that was bad. But I don't know that that this is like a story with pathos. And I think, I think he does a brave job at at almost convincing me that the that there is an interesting angle with the whole Burkhart thing. But I did watch it. And at the end, I was like, this is, I think he kind of got there. And I think this is kind of good, but I do also think he sort of ends up at the same place he does in Irishman. And I think Irishman does it a little better actually, where it is sort of like this story where at the end you just sort of like, Oh yeah, this guy just ended up a, a like empty hole of vacuum due to all the things he did and all the people he heard throughout his life. And I think the Irishman is sort of a more interesting exploration of it than 
this story. But this is all weird because when I was watching the movie, I was really liking it. This is all stuff I thought about like when I was thinking about the movie afterwards more than when I was watching it. Because I think moment to moment I liked it. Like I like the score. I think there's a lot of like interesting shots and stuff. I think there is sort of like all the guys who show up. I, I like their little scenes and I like it their is, energy. Yeah, every, every like one or two scene character is like really well performed i think and really yeah well and it's like yeah it's sort of um, interesting and i think and i do think there are sort of choices it makes about how it depicts violence that i think are actually ex- very interesting and thoughtful considering the movie and source material with with like he does a good job of just like not putting the entire weight of the world behind some of them or just like exaggerating cruelty when it the thing he's depicting can a lot of times I think he does a good job at making some of the like heinous acts seem casual which is a thing he I think he's always been good at at just being like sometimes the evil of these kind of guys is just like they kind of just don't care and they just fuck around and that's sort of Mm -hmm. more upsetting than like the idea of they're like that that they're like smiting people you know but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's sort of an, an uneven movie. It's sort of interesting. Yeah. It's a sort of it's the sort of thing where you appreciate that it got made more than it is like a movie yeah. that you have any sort of interesting artistic ideas I, about. I disagree. I I because I had the same experience as you, where like while watch uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk a little more while watching it. It like it is excellently performed. Uh, it, you know, it made me very angry and very sad, and then just, like, every thought I've had about it since I've seen it has been, like, hold on, that, mm, uh, I, I just, and so I, I'm, like, no, I'm not glad that they, that he made this, I don't, I don't think it was, uh, a thing that made sense, or, uh, you know, whatever, it's what how he wanted to spend his time, and I, you know, he did his best, but, or, I, I, that's it. Yeah, I don't sure. know. I guess it's just like, uh, as, as the, I guess the more interesting thought or like conversation is like, is that a thing I really hold? Is that, I guess it's sort of weird to try to articulate this but it's like is me enjoying it and feeling what i thought while i was watching it invalid because afterwards i then had more interesting into like more intellectually interesting and challenging thoughts about like how things were portrayed because i do think he is a guy that is very good at capturing moments and feelings more than he is like a person with interesting thoughts on the world. And I do think having to, I think I could have, sorry, sorry. I'll let you finish. I do think having to consider the story, the way it was told and how you were affected by it is a sort of interesting artistic experience. Even if it is not politically or intellectually of any like sort of serious rigor, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think there are movies that, uh, could stand up 
too under that uh and my my particular reaction to this one was not one that does that that i have like any interest in sort of sustaining that in the moment reaction mm-hmm. yeah yeah Cause, yeah because i guess it's like yeah I thought about the Irishman a lot, and I also thought about Wolf of Wall Street because that is sort of the that is sort of like in a much lower stakes way the conversation about Wolf of Wall Street, which is is it's sort of the like it it being fun first watch versus the sort of like reconsidering it of just like is, is there anything here? It's like consideration, and then being like maybe it sort of being this whirlwind where you don't have a lot of time for like an articulation of it's sort of a, yeah it is sort of a weird conversation to have i don't know that i have that much more to say about it where, yeah where i, I guess like... the yeah the last little bit that i can say is that i, th- I think this was part of what i had uh, said already on Twitter, but like the, you know, to come out, I, I hadn't been like reading his interviews because I don't care that much about him, but to come out of the movie and have people talking about like how he was looking at it as like a genuine love story between the two of them, I was like, huh? That, that can't, be, and like that's not how I took it, but it's certainly not how it, you know, like. It just like that's not a a reasonable way to uh, tell this story, and like to hear that like oh well he's basing that off of what he heard from the family. Like okay, yes, that makes sense. That that's what a thing that this family might tell you. The fact that he did not feel like he had the license to be like to to make a movie that isn't that about a man who murdered his wife or who tried to murder his wife and uh, participated in the murder of much of her family is the fact that he didn't have feel like he had the license to do that is like just why there's no reason for him to be the one who's doing this yeah and that's why i said like i think the fact that dicaprio is just like cartoon crazy you know not quite that but that like he's not giving a very good performance allowed it to not feel like it was trying to humanize him or portray him as someone who is uh expressing or feeling any sort of love yeah yeah i think what what he more gets at is sort of like the sort of thing through line of a lot of his movies where I think he's interested in guys who don't have second thoughts and then at the end they're like yeah. oh wait I had a second thought about that sure. and now I'm like did I just fuck up the whole time and uh and I think that that is more the scope in which yes, this movie and I th- exists yeah. the movie that he made is not as bad as the movie that I'm describing but yeah it's still just like yeah which i guess yeah that's more my response where it's like where it's like i don't know if it is ever portrayed as a love story or if there no it's i mean you know but it it doesn't do that for me certainly yeah 
Um, I yeah, do. I, don't I know. do think I, that, but I do, I do think the ending moment and the note it ends on is it does have a little bit of like, huh? Did I like that person? Did was that what I was doing was fucked up? Like, did, should I just have like been normal? Which is like sort of again the like ending point of so many of his movies where it's yeah. just a, a guy of just be, being like maybe I should not have done what I did. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, like, their courting is very charming, and there are elements of their relationship that, like, I can see as something recognizable as similar to love, but, like, that just can't be what that story is. It's just not. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I agree with that. I guess, like, I, I don't know. I think there's a degree in which, like, if it is, if there is real love there, it doesn't let the audience off the hook in their complicity in the same way i'm not sure the movie like fully i think i think effectively i think he sees her as a human in a way that the other people didn't i think that is no no i i we I, i can stop now i don't think so at all right we're getting into like what is the nature of evil uh which is maybe not where we want it which uh, yeah, that is, I think, today. what people are responding to the people who are like really into this. So maybe that's where we should have started. But yeah, I think that can. I don't have anything else to say. For yeah. real this time. Uh, sure, I I think the production design is really good. Like I do like the uh, the spanking room. <laughs> is like such a striking set and that's a very strange scene i feel like um i don't know i like yeah there's a lot of like great craft obviously in in a movie that you're spending this much time uh, and money making um uh yeah i but yes i i do i i i still am like in an ambiguous but like soft positive place on it in the end i think is where i'm at but I don't know. It's it. It is like I, I'm glad we had this conversation. Like I do think like there's a lot of interesting conversation to be had about it. But uh, I, I imagine much of that will be not good, also through the rest of the, the 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 movie year. Anyway. Yeah. I'm rambling. Shall we? Yeah. Do you have final thoughts, Amelia? Or do you want to move on to special presentation? What are my final thoughts? I do think I kind of just like the movie. And I'm okay having problems with it. I think that that is sort of where I've settled on with it. Where I'm just like... I don't think... Like, I think there is a lot of... Like, what I was saying earlier. Like, there are a lot of intellectual and political issues you could raise with the movie. But I, I am sort of... As I've... Especially this year and as I've gone older. I've sort of been more okay with just sort of uh, sitting with whether I had an interesting experience watching it or not. And that's sort of where I'm I'm at with Killers of the Flower Moon. And I think uh, I liked a lot of the... Yeah, like Andy said, I liked a lot of the production design, the score. Uh, Shoutouts to the multiple, just like uh, alt-country guys that are in it. Sure. Yeah, Isabel especially is great. Yeah, Isabel's good. Sergio uh, Simpson's good. Carrie uh, Jade Myers is one of the sisters. Really, uh, those are the two performances that like really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Isabel. So, that's a very good performance because it's like 
It's a, that's a sort of interesting performance where you're sort of waiting for there to be like another thing with that person and you sort of just keep waiting and it sort yeah. of sits with you uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oui. Yeah. And I don't know if Andy, you have any performance, uh, specific performances or thoughts on that specific performance. No, I mean, I shouted, I, I do like Lithgow and Fraser, like, were real high points for me uh and it was just like it's great to see them in in those roles i you know perhaps that it like i want the court drama like is like perhaps not not that surprising uh i and i do think um you know plemons uh is like has some good moments in it like yes. obviously like the movie is not about that character like very pointedly mm-hmm. uh which the which the book is more about and like that was it's, the original yeah take. it's uh, yeah right it's not about that character because dicaprio decided he didn't want to play him right yeah <laughs> um yeah which is just a wild you know i, I you yes know. um but you know i i like seeing jesse plutman's in movies like sure. this um i don't know yeah interesting interesting movie all right, special presentations. I feel like I had something. But I can I don't start while you think. Uh, I have finally dug into the uh, the Hal Hartley uh, series on the Criterion Channel. I, I watched his. Uh, I had seen Surviving Desire uh, last year, which is a, a mid length feature, relatively early career. Uh, but watched just his first feature. Uh, the unbelievable truth and it's just like it's so good i am so excited to watch more of them uh adrian shelley especially just like really uh phenomenal uh i you know i love it i'm so glad that there are more and that uh he's making another one it sounds like andy do you have one or should i go go ahead Amelia. Okay, so this is a weird plug in that so I've, I've been in my music era, as the people know. I've been talking a lot about music, listening, playing some music, listening to some music. So, but at work, I try, I kind of listen to more podcasts because I am like doing things and I can only really listen out of one headphone and I don't really want to be listening to music. I kind of care about what I listen to through one headphone, whereas podcast all right mm-hmm. i started listening to this podcast which is a podcast i've heard i have heard of a long time ago and just the concept and pitch of it through just like listening to ads and just be from where it's from sounded very annoying to me <laughs> so i was already off put by it and just what it's called and th- but then i like just listened to a random episode and was like oh i think this podcast is actually very good so i'm going to plug the ringers podcast 60 songs that explain the 90s which is a uh, a podcast that i thought would be more of just like a bunch of people bigging up the 90s or whatever but it's actually sort of more about telling stories and explaining like where sort of these sort of artists came up from and like musical influences and like the history of artists and just like the host's personal relationship of listening to that kind of music and where it comes from and i thought it was 
better and more thoughtful than I thought it would be, and I've been listening to it a lot. So, yeah, 60 Songs that Explain the 90s. I recommend the episode about merchandise from Fugazi, which is an interesting episode. Andy. Uh, yes. Um, since I last recorded, uh, the 20th anniversary of Wicked has has come, opening on Broadway. And uh, I just, uh, in honor of that, I threw on the uh, the album, uh, the original cast album, again. And uh, there's a lot in that show. I You know, that's a show where it was like that and like Jesus Christ Superstar. I got copies of both of those on CD for like when I was in like eighth grade or something or ninth grade for like a Christmas present one year. And so they were like some of the first stuff I had on like my personal MP3 player, like before I had an iPod or whatever, like, and so I've listened to the, to, to Wicked a lot. And so I really, uh, you know, there's a lot in there. It's a lot of, of, of stuff like bridges you crossed, you didn't know you crossed until you crossed or, um, uh, you know, the hallowed halls of dear old shiz. Like, there's just a lot of stuff there. And so I would recommend uh, learning Wicked well enough that you're able to lip-sync along with the cast album. Uh, that's my, my special presentation this week. Great. Uh, ko-fi.com slash c-a-n-n-e-s-i uh, Please, uh, we, we... Yeah, we would appreciate uh, anything that you want to uh, give to us. Uh, and with that, sure I will release our audience. Bye. Bye.